goodness. So who's all ready for Christmas then? Oh, look, all the small people are ready for Christmas. Not one adult is ready for Christmas. No one over the age of 12 is ready for Christmas. Fantastic. Jenny's, re- well, Jenny's ready because she- oh, Freya is ready for Christmas. She's over 12. Okay, no one over the age of a certain age because Jenny's ready. So that's really good. So do we get caught up in all the paraphernalia, all the wrapping and all the gifts and everything of Christmas? Who likes Christmas? Is it anybody's favourite time of year? Yeah, look, loads of people. Some people are looking like, oh, no, it might not be my favourite time of year. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about, I've got four things to share with you about gifts, because we've been looking about presents today, this fantastic, mahusive stocking, which actually, I want to see how big it is. How big is it here? Seven foot, is it? I think we should put Steve in it at the end. Because it might take a little while. It's pretty large, isn't it? Who gets a stocking? Yeah. Stockings are great, aren't they? It's another sign of Christmas, isn't it, when you get your stocking out? And if you don't... Someone just told me that they don't have a stocking because they don't have a fireplace. That's a bit sad, isn't it? Oh, so poor Luke. Never mind. So the first thing about Christmas... Well, about any gifts, really, is what they say about the person who gave them to you. So... I wonder what type of a gift giver you are. Are you a person who looks for ages and ages for the perfect gift for someone? Do you spend hours going around the shops or online on Amazon looking for the perfect gift for people? Is anyone a perfect gift giver? I like to think I'm good at giving gifts. I'm not always great, but I like to think I'm quite good. Or are you a person who just kind of doesn't really think about it and thinks, oh, yeah, that'll do, that's fine. So... Sometimes when people give us gifts, it can say something. Like Steve said, did you get the hint? Do you think if you get one of these for Christmas, the person who gives it to you thinks you might be a bit smelly? It's possible, isn't it? Has anyone thought that? What about the person who gets socks? That's a traditionally a fairly boring gift, is that? Does that mean you're a bit boring if you get socks? I think they're useful, but you never know, do you? So when we receive a gift, sometimes we get really happy and we get a gift that's really good and we think, oh yeah, this is really fine. Have you ever had that feeling when you open a gift? Oh, that's nice. Something that you're maybe not quite expecting. So the gift that we've been talking about today is the gift that God sent to us. He sent his son to come onto the earth. And he didn't send him as a king or a mighty warrior. He sent him as a little baby. When he sent that little baby, he knew exactly what we needed. He knew exactly what was the best gift for us. And he knew that we'd all messed up. The earth had been, we'd messed it up as humans. And it was all part of his plan to save us. And he knew that his son was going to suffer. But he sent him to us anyway. So in the Bible, there's a verse, which is probably, you've probably heard of it. It's a pretty famous verse. In John's Gospel, John chapter 3, verse 16. And it says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He loved us that much that he gave us his only son. And that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So we're going to hang on to that thought a minute and talk about the second thing about gifts, is do we deserve the gifts we receive? Have we all heard about you've got to be good? How many times do you hear parents saying, you've got to be good, or Santa's not coming? And has anyone seen the elf on the shelf? It's this new trend that came from America, and you get this little elf, and he sits on the shelf, and he comes with a book, and you can read all about the elf, But the main thing about the elf is he supposedly is watching you 
And he reports every night back to Santa to tell Santa that you've been good. And if you haven't been good, I'm assuming you probably don't get any gifts. So it's all about, do you deserve them? Do you have an elf on the shelf at home? Yeah, some people have one and he sits there watching. So this is this new trend. So if you ever had something been given to you that's really expensive, and when you open it, you think, oh my goodness, they've spent a lot of money. Whoa, what a lovely gift. It's quite interesting. How we feel when we get gifts says quite a lot about us. But when God sent his son to us, it wasn't because we deserve to be saved. We don't deserve to be saved, to be living in heaven with God, but he loves us that much that he wants us to be with him in heaven. And it cost him so much, but he sent his son just for us, to rescue us. Back to that verse again. God so loved the world. He loved us that much, we can't even comprehend how much he loved us that he sent this little baby. So the third thing is what kind of gift it is. And we talked about, are they expensive, are they cheap? Is it from Poundland, perhaps? You can get some good things in Poundland. I'd quite like to get some gifts from Poundland. I think I might be, actually, getting some gifts from Poundland from a certain small person. She goes with a pound and buys me something, which is really nice. She once bought my son a washing-up brush because it looked like his girlfriend. It had a girl's face on the front, and that was his Christmas present, which was lovely. And a couple of years ago, I bought something for someone, and normally they'll say thank you to me, and I didn't hear from them, and I thought, well, that was strange. And when I saw them, they said, oh, uh, thank you for that gift. That was a very interesting gift. But that was an interesting way of saying I didn't really like that. That wasn't really what I thought. And I thought he would really like it, but he didn't like it. So sometimes we don't always send the best gifts. But when we look at God's gift, he loved us so much that he sent his son, his only son. And he sent that baby as a baby to rescue us so we don't have to die. We didn't deserve it, but Jesus came to save us. He knew exactly what we needed, and he gave us a perfect gift. And there's a bit of a challenge in there for us, because if you've ever had anything to do with babies, you will know that in a house where there's a baby, who's the most important thing in the house? It's a baby, isn't it? Babies become the most important thing. So when God sent that baby, that baby was the most important thing. And when you've got a baby, everything centres around the baby. So the challenge for us this Christmas, perhaps, is does everything centre around that baby? Is that baby, that baby Jesus, the most important thing in your life? Because he should be, but is he? And it's so easy to get all caught up with the wrapping and Father Christmas and everything else, but actually, what is really important? When my oldest son was five, he made us put candles on the Christmas cake and sing Happy Birthday to Jesus. And I think he knew what was important about Christmas. And that's like a little child, isn't it? And I think maybe if we sometimes, if we go back to thinking like a little child, what is the most important thing? And not getting caught up with that. So the fourth and last thing about gifts is that they're not much point unless we use them. We have to use gifts. It's no good leaving the socks in the packet or the game unopened because they're just useless, aren't they? And it's a bit of a shame for the person who's given it to you if you don't use it. So it's a bit like God's gift, that baby that he sent. If we don't take him up on that offer... We can't make full use of his gift. So he loved us that much. He sent his son that we might have that everlasting life. And he loves us so much. And he knew exactly what we needed was him. And all you have to do to take him up on that gift is ask him. On the video we saw earlier, it said that he's called Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. And we hear that word quite a lot, I think, at Christmas, Emmanuel. But have you ever stopped to think 
that Emmanuel, God with us, actually means God with you. And I think there's a really big difference when you're thinking about God with us. Yeah, it's everyone, that's nice. But actually, it means God with you as well. Each and every one of us can have God with us and in us and be with him forever. And all you have to do is ask. So I guess if you want to ask and you don't know and God's not with you, you can ask someone, one of the elders or one of the ministry team will be milling around at the back at the end and they'd really like to pray with you. So that's it.